You are listening to the Build a Brain podcast with Dr. Jeannie Zare. Join the quest to shape an efficient brain that fires on all cylinders and runs like a fine-tuned machine. You are now in the capable hands of an international presenter and a pathologically optimistic brain builder. Dr. Zaire will give you the right blocks to build that three pounds of cerebral muscle for you, your child, or the young adult you teach or mentor. Block by block, thought by thought, now is the time to build a better brain. Let's get started. Hello, it's Michael here, and I'm with... Isabel. How old are you, Isabel? I'm Lucy. And where do you live? I live in Melbourne. What country is Melbourne in? Australia. Very good. We're glad you found Build-A-Brain. Isabel's favourite thinking skills are memory... Remembering. Remembering, yes. Mm. Perseverance. Dr. Zia has helped Isabel in many different ways. One is with identifying her emotions. And what are some emotions you know about, Isabel? Happy. Feeling happy sometimes or? Sad. Mm, Sad. Angry. Angry. Yeah. Any others? Disgusting. Disgusted. I feel excited. Excited. Oh, what about surprised? Yes, all of these feelings. Dr. Zier has also helped Isabel with stopping, thinking, self-control. Yeah. 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 And... Fantastic, Isabel. Thank you, Dr. Zia. (laughs) Thank you, Jamie. Welcome, friends. So glad you came back for another episode. Today, we're going to dive in a little bit to mediation. So I have my good friend Kibwe here, the master of podcasting. So he's going to help. But, you know, I've mentioned occasionally through the podcast that mediation is that ability to ask good questions. And so I want you to think of these four things when you're asking questions. Words matter the actual words that you say. So taking just a second to make sure that the right words come out of your mouth, because we can't put them back in, can we? (laughs) That's a little difficult. So the words do matter. So what you say, think about the exact words for each situation when when it's important. Your tone matters, how you say it. So the, the tone that our voice takes can indicate sarcasm or indicate joy or indicate um, respect. So the tone of our voice is very important when we mediate. Timing matters. Sometimes we talk too fast. And you just want to tell someone, would you just slow down a minute? Because I didn't quite catch everything you said. So the timing that we use, and usually with someone that we are trying to help, 
um, it does work to slow down our speech just a little bit to make sure they catch what we're asking them. So slow down just a little bit. Quantity matters, how much we say. So sometimes we over explain ourselves and we just say way too much. That's why you'll notice our podcasts are short. Um, you're not going to be listening for an hour at a time. And if we get her done in 15 minutes, it's done. Or if it takes 25, it's 25. So the quantity matters. We're not just trying to fill time with the Build a Brain podcast. We're trying to give you the best information on each one of these thinking skills. So let me say it all again so you can hear it again. When it comes to mediation, words matter, tone matters, timing matters, and quantity matters. So keep those tips in mind. And um, Kibwe, you're somebody who asks good questions. Where do you think you got your ability to ask good questions? I am always curious about the motivation and the reasoning why people do things. Mm. And I think usually it stems back to early impressions that were made on them and i'm always curious to see what those impressions were and how they use those experiences to shape their current reality mm -hmm. and so what you do with cognitive function makes that even more engaging because you're you're teaching uh, you're instructing others on how to shape the experiences that they've already had into useful tools so that they can create specific realities and or overcome barriers based on maybe something that they lacked growing mm -hmm. up or mm -hmm. something that was a mm -hmm. challenge for them mm -hmm. growing up or something that they may not be naturally as um, good at as someone else and the ability to overcome your your tendencies that may cause you difficulty is very, very important to me. I used to have, and I, pr I probably still do, have different um, learning quirks or difficulties that I've had to overcome. Yep, we so, all do. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. questions open mm -hmm. up the door to a whole different level of understanding, which once you have the information, you can do anything with it. So mm. I love questions. One of the words you used that came out of your mouth in that first sentence, I don't know if you remember, but you said you're curious. You're a curious person, and you know that's a sign of intelligence. Curiosity is something that I think, listening to you uh, expound on that, makes me realize that's going to fit in with our cognitive strategy for today. Curiosity, all right? Absolutely. So Reuven Feuerstein, the Israeli psychologist that I learned from, recognized that people that had been through a lot of trauma, their cognition wasn't working very well, and he wanted to bring it back. And so one of the things he saw that they couldn't do well is that they had difficulties in projecting virtual relationships. So we don't throw those words around a lot. That isn't something we say very often. So let me flip it over into the positive. So what we're trying to help our clients here at MindCap do is to make connections between different concepts or different things that they've learned. So maybe you remember some of your professors in college and the ones you really liked, right? right. Absolutely. <laughs> 
And so those people that really impact us, whether it's a teacher or I've talked about my favorite uncle or a parent, things they tell us, we take with us and we connect it to something new. And if we're a curious person, we're actually going to look for ways to connect things. And if you're just floating through life and not really taking in, if you're not aware of your surroundings, you're not aware of what other people are saying, you're not reading a lot, then it's going to be very difficult for you to project relationships. What Reuven used big words to just say, making some connections. And lo and behold, when you said that, it made me think about neurons in our brain. So when a neuron is growing, it's growing new dendrites. There are little branches that come off of every neuron. You have about 56 billion. And every one of those neurons has the potential to make one to 10,000 connections with other neurons. So that's insane. An insanely huge number of networks. So every time you get a new program on your computer that you got to figure out or you buy a new piece of technology and you're trying, how do I, you know, you, you already have a network for that. It would take me three weeks to figure out how to use a new program that you use because we've done this already. Because you, sh- I was at Audacity, some podcasting, and you, sh- and I listened to your guru podcast um, videos, actually training videos on how to use it. I'm like, okay, and I'm clicking around, and okay, and I practiced, and I sent you my clip that I think I have it, and I'm going, okay, uh, keep away this. We'd save a whole lot of time if you just did this. <laughs> Could I learn it? Yes but it would take so much time. So you have to make decisions that for efficiency's sake, do I learn this new or do I hire someone that has this expertise and has built this network? And when you have to take on new learning in your field, you can do it pretty quickly because your brain has all these networks built. You have all these dendrites and a network built for that specific piece of knowledge. So if you're working with a 10-year-old kiddo, you can, as you get to know them, you find out what networks they already have. They know quite a bit about football. Well, connect to football. Use football for your platform of having something to talk about. Try to find out what he's curious about what you talked about. Curiosity is is something that helps build intelligence and we can get smarter our entire lifetime as we keep making more connections. Can you think of any examples in your life where you made some connections? Well, I think I would go back to going to school for audio. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized at a certain point when I was learning all these different softwares that they all kind of function the same. Mm. You have similar mm-hmm. handles, I like to call them. Mm. Um, and it's kind of like once you know how to use one software pretty proficiently, sometimes the menus will change mm-hmm. a little, or the mm-hmm. wording will change or where the mm-hmm. button is. Mm-hmm. But they they all basically work the same way. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so when I'm teaching other clients um, how to use software, I try to make sure they understand this is the same pretty much everywhere. 
there's a lot of other things that mm-hmm. you could get into, mm-hmm. but you're gonna need these several, you know, these just these mm-hmm. couple things. Mm-hmm. And then once you understand those, most all the rest of that you're never gonna use. So as mm-hmm. long as you know these certain things, you can apply this across any of these other softwares. Mm-hmm. And once I realized that, the anxiety for me of constantly learning new software went away. Mm-hmm. Because now I'm like, okay, well, as long as I figure out mm-hmm. where you know specific tools are, mm-hmm. then I know what to do. Mm-hmm. Basics. Yep. Got the basics. And each software program just has some extra bells and whistles. Correct. Or they label it a little different, That's and right. yeah, yeah. But it's basically the same thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. it's like driving a car. Yeah. You know, they all function the same way. There may be more bells and whistles, and maybe yeah. more safety features, and maybe yeah. more fun stuff in there to get into. And, yeah. You know, maybe some go really fast, and others you got to turn really yeah. slow. But yeah. it's the same type of thing. And yeah. so once I realized that, it freed my brain to be yes. more creative. Yes. Now I'm not anxious about yes. what I'm. Yes, yes. And that that's what I appreciate what you bring to the table for me is I love the creativity with these cognitive functions and how can I develop them in others. But right now, I don't really want to learn the, okay. the, the, <laughs> the expertise. Of five, but I could. I could if I wanted to because I'm I'm a curious person also and so I'm always curious about well how does that work well could I learn that and as you mature in life and gain wisdom you pick and choose you pick and choose what you want to network to and what you want to connect to so interesting well this is an amazing cognitive function and there are some good questions that you could ask yourself or you could ask somebody that you're mentoring or counseling. And so let me give some of these to you. Not all relationships between ideas are obvious. Can I read between the lines to infer new information? Good one, huh? How is this concept I'm being presented right now related to something else I already know? That's what you did. That's what you did with the software. It's like, oh, wait a minute, I got this. What is the connection here? Just that question. What's the connection here between one piece of information and another? So those are three questions that can be very helpful for mediating yourself, mediating your own brain, when you're like, I'm, I'm kind of stuck here. I don't, I don't see why this is important. I don't see the connection. So when we can find connections between one thing we're learning with something we already have seen before or learned before, we have just projected a virtual relationship. What Reuben Feuerstein recognized was so important. And I realized as I look at looked at this one again today, getting ready for our podcast, wow, this is a good one. This is kind of the one of the core thinking skills of all learning, because if you just learn things in isolation, do you remember in school when your teacher said, okay, get out your math book? Yeah, and you put away your English book or whatever. And so we just compartmentalized learning. And we didn't see that there are some things we do in math are related to language arts or related to social studies. 
And there are some teachers that do that really well. They, they help kids make those connections so that things are, are more networked and concepts relate to one another. And that makes for more powerful learning. So let's go back to Kibwe's, one of those words he used at the beginning that um, I really like, and that's curiosity. So if you're mentoring, teaching, parenting someone, and you want to help them build a brain, help them be curious by you being curious. Model it. Say, hmm, I wonder what that book's about. Or, hmm, I wonder if I could put that puzzle together in one evening. So you kind of like, you know, throw a little challenge out there to someone and just watch them and see if their eyes light up and try to see what can engage a child's curiosity. Uh, because as they see you become curious and as they relate more to you, either you're their parent or their mentor or their teacher or their pastor, if they see that you care enough to be curious about the world around them and they have a good relationship with you, they're going to want to be like you. They're going to be curious too. And they will build a new brain. Thanks, Kibway, for this podcast. And friends, hope you come back for another one. Thanks for listening to the Build a Brain podcast. If you're wanting more information on how to build a brain, please visit the website for the MindCap Center in Fort Wayne, Indiana at www.mindcap.org. That's www.mindcap.org. Children and adults from across the United States and Canada have found the cognitive help they needed at the MindCap Center. Their specialized team is trained in all levels of the Feuerstein program and can literally help you or your child build a new brain. We'll see you next time.